Hey, everybody, it's Mike from the Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios and brought to you by our official sponsor, the Mike Wagner Show, international warring author, Mia Molson Zia Missing, available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. She's backed by a popular man, the multi-talented actress, musician, director, and producer, and animal crusader from Rochester, Michigan. Of course, uh, growing up on a 150-acre farm, we talked about that, and began her career at five, acting on stage, attended the New York University uh, Chess School of Arts, and also uh, studied under Lee Strasberg, Institute experimental theater program moved to LA and of course uh she and of course we had her on last time talked about uh Dorothy uh Dandridge uh she worked with uh Halle Berry Soft Six and also uh Playing for Keeps Gerard Butler and um also music wise uh, we talked about um Aura Drones um weapon of choice and now she's got a lot of weapons by choice and also she's got plenty on the arsenal and what are they We'll get some updates live, ladies and gentlemen, from the Plus Studios somewhere in the United States. Not on strike. This is not AI. The very multi-talented actress, musician, director, producer, and animal crusader from Rochester, Michigan, the multi-talented John Mack. John, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thanks for joining us once again. Hello. Thank you for having me back. It's great to be here again. Well, it's great to have you on board as well, too. So you continue to be a multi-talented actress, musician, director, producer, Animal Crusader, and you also give a great story on um, how you're on the farm, your love for animals and everything. You began a career of five acting. You later expanded to uh, music with um, Aura Drone with uh, Weapon of Choice. We talked about that. And uh, I think you also got some uh, updates as well, too, in involving uh, mermaids. Um, you got a little bit of wars going on. And, of course, you got um, Little uh, Bravo in Rio and everything else. And uh, so forgetting all that, um, you know, just just give a quick update on, um, you know, what you're doing and uh, maybe a bit about once again, very quick on how you got started. Oh, well, OK, I guess well, I'll start with um, it's been. Uh, yeah, I don't remember last time I talked to you. Yes, yeah, so a lot is a lot has been uh, transpiring. So that's very good. I've been I've been busy. It's been a busy year so far. Last year was busy as well. But um, gosh, where do I start? Um, I have some things coming out. I have some things in post-production and uh, I'm working on just different projects right now and some work with animals as well. So I don't know where to begin here. <laughs> 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 And I think we had John last. We talked about the uh, Oro drone, the uh, weapon of choice. And uh, how's that been coming ever since um, we talked last? That was a big one for you. Yes, yes, that was great. Um, I have been, you know, it's interesting these last, these last since we spoke a couple of years, few years since the pandemic. I've asked, actually, um, I've been focused a lot on filmmaking, so I've been doing a little music here and there, more for scoring. Uh, but I have I have some songs in the works that I'm getting back to as far as as far as the Ordron stuff um, very soon, probably in the fall. Um, but right now I am currently finishing a short film that I directed at the beginning of the year. And uh, so that's that's got to do with the mermaids and the manatees type of thing. Um, that's called Love Song for a Mermaid. And um, we're going to be giving it out to the festivals and, and putting it out there in that way. So that was kind of a, um, a labor of love, but it's it's with some really talented and amazing people. So that's been really fun. So I, I've kind of been cultivating that um, the beginning of the year. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of the well, last year, um, the Taken from Rio Bravo, we shot that. That's coming out in i think in january so that's oh, wow. coming right around the corner yes um which is really fun it's a western it's a sequel um to uh, gunfight at rio bravo uh and it's with alexander nevsky and matthias hughes and um cynthia rothrock so we've got an interesting cast um and matthias and i did a film after that together this year uh which is sci-fi 
uh, Andromeda Wars, which is really fun. Um, very, very excited with uh, Chuck Liddell, Nick Turturro, and um, yeah, we get to play aliens. So <laughs> <laughs> I went from Western no, to aliens. It's like, okay, it's great. No, no AI involved with, with this one here. So <laughs> no, no, no AI involved at all. No, this is this is all. Yeah, I think pretty much everything is practical effects. I mean, obviously there'll be some posts, but it, I think it's going to be a fun one. I mean, it's got a, you know, a video game vibe, which I know right now is very popular, um, but it's also got kind of a Battlestar Galactica Star Trek vibe too. Mm, so I remember Battlestar Galactica, that's right. Right, watch it Sunday nights, ABC, and um, you know, going against Star Wars and quite entertaining too, believe it or not. So absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm a big sci-fi lover. I I adore sci-fi. And um, I think we talked about sci-fi before, but I I it's one of my favorite genres. And so to work on sci-fi films for me is always like such a such an honor and a gift. And yeah, so that that's um that's something we shot this year, Matias and I, uh, after doing Taken from Rio Bravo. And um, so they have that. And then oh, I have another uh film that we just shot in May, which is a, a remake of a very popular infamous um horror film i can't quite say the title yet but it's um you know has to do with flesh eaters <laughs> flesh so, eaters oh my goodness eaters. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, i'm sure everybody will recognize it right away um but yeah we have a, a very um a very cool updated version of that film so i'm very excited about that um because that one is one of um i had a lot of involvement with so we're we're, we're, we're excited because we're working with some great people now in the post, um, seeing people who do stranger things and mm -hmm. whatnot. So I think it's going to turn out really well. Um, yeah. So I, I, I'm, I'm excited because I'm getting, you know, as a producer as well, not just like, okay, I was in it, but to me, it's really fun to see the, how it comes together and how it all, you know, from a conception to an actual film. So, so we're in that process right now. So this year has been a lot of, a little bit of shooting, but now I think, um, especially now, cause everyone's on strike, of course, um, we're going to do a lot of post and just finish up what we started and hopefully next year, by next year, we'll have a new contract for everyone where everyone's happy. So that's my wish. But in the meantime, we're finishing up what we did. Yeah, fingers mm -hmm. crossed. Um, yeah, because I mean, it's, you know, all, all the uh, talent that I've talked to, I mean, we're all feeling it, of course. So I see now's the time to support indie more than ever. Um, work work on indie things as much as you can. Like like Mark Ruffalo said, you you were talking about him earlier. Mark Ruffalo, um, he's so right. You know, we and I know he's an actor who who he cut his teeth in indie films as as I did. So I think we underestimate indie films. I think we're so used to the big budget, the Marvel and the Disney. Now that we underestimate, I think the '90s was such a great time for indie indie films. The '70s, you know, there there were pockets of time where we didn't have as many blockbusters where there were some incredible indie films. So mm -hmm. I think now is the time to focus on indie films, honestly. Mm -hmm. And also new genres came out as well too. And I think there was um, that one movie, which I'm trying to think it was just used, um, you know, just strictly with um, what, what was like one of those uh, handheld cameras. And uh, there was like, uh, you know, all the shaking back and forth, but it turned out to be a big hit. And I'm trying to remember what was the name of that movie? Was it uh, Witches? Blair Witch, Blair Witch Project. Project. Yeah. That's the name yep. of it. Yeah. And I, and I think with the indie project, you know, new, new thing, new genres come out. And that was one of them, which really um inspired you. You can just take a, a camera. You can just, uh you shoot a film with it. You can take your um iPhone. You can take your um Android. You can um shoot scenes with it. You can edit and everything else. And, um and of course, next thing you know, they'll be doing, um you know, taking Zoom, Zoom calls and, um you know, start doing comedy or something like that. I can see things happening with, um, indie films like that they can make a parody off zoom if they want to 
Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's funny during the, the pandemic and lockdown, people had to get creative, you know, in a way to keep, you know, obviously all, all creative people, we need to stay moving forward. We need to stay creative. As you know, we need to keep going forward. So I think the pandemic, there was a lot of new ideas that came out of it as, 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 you know, difficult as it was, there was still some really interesting things that we kind of had that we had to be creative to come up with. And I feel like now could be another version of that with the, with what's going on with the strike. So I feel like we can find other ways to stay creative, you know, and while everything gets ironed out and hopefully, you know, like, like we said, we don't know how long it'll last, but in the meantime, I think it's a good, you, know, you never know something good could arise out of it. But um, yeah, that's where all the great the great films of the '70s and then the '90s were two beautiful periods of indie films, really. In you know where people had to be creative. I mean, even even some films like you know Evil Dead. Um, Sam Raimi was a college kid who shot that on like you know little cheap camera, but it was the creativity that went into it, um, and it, look what it turned into. You know, mm -hmm. and now I get it, and then I like that it was indie. I like that it was kind of rough. I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. And there was another one too along those lines. M Night. Uh... Charlemagne, he uh, was the same thing, college student and um, experimental with film. And then he's making, um, you know, films like just like absolutely crazy, you know, just, you know, took a little device. And then next thing you know, it, you know, just turned into big films as well. So I guess that's a message like, you know, just buy yourself um, a smartphone, Android, iPhone, whatever it is. You can um, shoot videos and, um, you know, hopefully come up with something big. It really is. It really, uh, it's not always the equipment. It's the idea. The idea is the important thing with anything, you know, and, and um, yes, it's always nice to have resources to make the idea grand, but you know what, sometimes we work with what we've got and, and nowadays, especially with technology, you can do so much, which is like you said, like your phone. I mean, there have been whole films shot on phone. Mm -hmm. So, And of course, yeah. edited on phone and you don't have a studio. You have to go to Hollywood. You can just like, you know, Go to a hotel room, go to a friend's place, go to a bar. You can just, you know, do your editing right here. Or if you're having um, a Starbucks or if you're, um, you know, see eating at Denny's or a late night, late night dinner, you can just uh, do your editing, you know, wire to your table. It's like anything can happen. Yes, yes. So I, I'm, I'm hoping that that's what this is going to become is a way for people to break out of, you know, one way of thinking and and keep moving forward. Because I, I mean, I I. I love to see our industry flourish. And, and I know we have a lot of really talented people and, you know, determined and creative people who, um, you know, can keep going. So we'll get through this, but I think it, it could also be an opportunity for some amazing new art to be formed and had. So, mm -hmm. and, and certainly too. And I think there's one update uh, that we didn't cover was the dead rose. And uh, you can uh, tell us a bit about that. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I meant yeah. to get to us. It's like, you know, we forgot to talk about the dead rose. <laughs> no worries, no worries. Um, yeah, that we're we're supposed to be shooting that anytime now. I'm I'm waiting to hear. I know that was uh that's also an independent um which will be really fun to do. I mean, I love the script. I read it. Um, Jimmy, I don't know if you've met Jimmy or had him on before, but he's I like his determination and he's one of those. He's always doing stuff and creating new projects. So I I I, I respect and appreciate that in a person. Um, so I'm excited to work with their team and 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 I really yeah, it's a cool project. I mean, it's a fun character and uh, but he said we're, we're starting anytime now so i'm waiting i'm waiting to get the call but we should hopefully be shooting soon mm -hmm. yeah and, and and of course you know you got a lot of projects going on but there's also one project that you're also um passionate about we'll talk about that but first listen to the mike wagner show at the mike wagner show.com powered by sonic web studios visit online at sonic for all your needs 
Looking for a professional website without breaking your budget? Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs at below the competition way. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. It's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at sonicwebstudios.com. Mention Mike Whitener's show, get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, time to give official shout-out to our official sponsor of the Mike Whitener Show, international warring author, Mia Molson-Zia. If you love fast-paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Molson-Zia, available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. Takes place in four countries, two strangers, one target, where truth is illusion and those you love be the first go missing. It's available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Molson-Zia has garnered great reviews. And Eve 11 endorsed by Howard Celebrities, including Joanna Cassie, Forbes Riley, and many others. So grab your copy today for Goals Missing by Mia Molson-Zia. It's available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Weidner Show at themikewidenershow.com and our 40 podcast platforms. Heard in 100 countries, Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Also on Odyssey, Apple, and uh, Anchor FM. And make sure you take us with you on any mobile device. Make sure you subscribe on, on, on LinkedIn, YouTube, BitChute, Rumble, and more. And for great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com. Check out the Mike Weidner Show podcast. T-shirts, pop sockets, throw pillows, tote bags, hoodies. Makes great gifts 24-7. Go to Amazon.com, check out the Mike Weidner Show podcast, and for more great gift ideas like T-shirts, pop sockets, hoodies, phone cases, along with missing once and wrinkles, Amazon.com slash Mia Molson Zia. Check it out today and support the Mike Weidner Show on Anchor FM, PayPal, and the MikeWeidnerShow.com. And I did get to read the book uh, Missing, by the way. And uh, have you read the book by any chance? I have. A few years ago, I read it. Yeah, absolutely. What, what'd you think? I liked it very much. I've always, I've always supported Mian. Yeah. I think he's, he's, he's very good at what he does and he's very determined. And I, I love, I love that he's, he is a Renaissance man. as they mm -hmm. say. Yes. One, yes. One of the best in business as well too. And of course um, you also have a passion too, not just doing, um, you know, TV, film, movies, and, um, you know, making music with um, Aura Drone and everything else. You also um, involved with um, directing a short film. Well, we got to that. And, uh, Defending the endangered, um, basically, rain, raising an heiress awareness. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, I think this animal is really getting to me. It's the manatee. And tell us more about that. Um, well, yes. Basically, uh, DTE, Defending the Endangered, my, my foundation, uh, was actually very much hand-to-hand -hand involved with the production of the short film I mentioned earlier, I Love Song for a Mermaid. And uh, we worked we worked with Crystal, Crystal Rivers, uh, which is a beautiful manatee sanctuary down in Crystal River, Florida, and uh, basically got to dive with the manatees and, and learn about them and try to help conserve them. So they, um, they're not endangered anymore, but they're threatened. And uh, they were endangered a few years ago. They basically can get wiped out very easily with red tide, which is really sad, but scary, a scary reality in Florida, where one of the few places in the planet that they happen to live. I think it's Florida and Thailand. Wow. And uh, yeah, so there's such rare creatures and there's obviously not that many of them. And they tend to get um, caught up in propellers sometimes of boats because they tend to go in the shallows. So part of what threatened them was between the red tide and the propellers. They're very friendly creatures. So um, that's just unfortunate that you know these things happen, but we've been basically trying to ra raise awareness through the film uh, and also through the foundation. And the idea is once we get the film out there, the festivals, uh, say we sell the film to anybody, all the proceeds will go to them. So um, yeah, it's, it's a great thing. I mean, I love ocean life. Uh, um, I, I know how precious it is, and I know how what we do on this planet and the oceans affects everything in the ocean. So 
I've always been an avid, you know, swimmer, scuba diver, <laughs> you know, snorkeler, and I've always been so enamored with it. So anytime I can help any of the creatures in the ocean, I'm I'm happy to do it. So this is just one one of the instances of us giving back and raising awareness at the same time. And how how about some of the uh, animals uh, that you also defend too, and o- other mammals and uh, creatures as well? Who else? Oh yeah, oh yeah. We've we're, we've worked for um, so many different species. I mean, I never just put it to one. Uh, we did something a couple years ago uh, since we spoke for Kevin Richardson's foundation with the lions in South Africa. Oh, he I remember for- that. Yes, I was trying to think if it's like you know we talked about animals and what was that. And I'm glad I mentioned. How's that project uh, coming after we spoke about the lions in South Africa? It's great. I mean, he the work he does is phenomenal. I mean, I'm just always happy to support him any way we can. So um, would love to do another another event for him again, um, you know, now that we're getting our bearings. And I, I'm, I'm acquiring a uh, property uh, in Florida area. So I would I'm going to that's part of what I'm doing now. My project is uh, doing a sanctuary, a mini sanctuary to start. Um, not for lions necessarily, but that's understandable. Like sea lions and all that. <laughs> Absolutely. And I love lions, but I think we're going to start a little smaller first, but um, no, I would love to have um, events there. The idea is to also have events there um, and to raise money for different uh, organizations and nonprofits. So once that gets situated, hopefully in this next year, we'll be able to start doing that more and more. But um, I, I mean, I, I love doing the events. I love, I love just being involved in, in meeting the people that work for the, the different, you know, the different nonprofits um, and just seeing the work they do through the years and the dedication it takes. And, and um, I'm always happy to help in any way, whether it's raising awareness, raising funds, whatever we can do. So <clears throat> that's a lifelong, it's a lifelong passion for me. I'm never going to stop doing that. Mm-hmm. And, and what about some of the other projects that you're involved in? And also after that, what are some of the future projects you plan to uh, getting involved in saving animals, mammals, and, um, and, and wildlife and everything else? Yes. Oh, oh, I mean, we're always interested. We want to do something for the pangolins, which is the most trafficked animal in Africa or in the world, actually. Um, they're they're not they're often overlooked. A lot of people still don't know what they are, but they are the literally the most trafficked creature in the world. And um, uh, that our plan, my my partner and I, um, we're planning to do an event or some kind of a fundraiser for them. Not this one. We have to get this film out and everything. But after that, would probably be the pangolins. Um, any creature that's in you know just an alert where they're really you know there's not many of them left. And unfortunately, there's a lot of creatures like that that you know certain dolphins and and whatnot. Um, but pangolins are up there as far as endangered and uh, threatened so and, and, and yeah. why are they being trafficked and targeted it's uh i think a lot of it it's it's sad to say i think a lot of it whether it's um it's bush meat uh things like that or for their scales and they're just they're just easy and they're very docile animals they just roll up in a ball they don't fight back so they're easy to you know unfortunately uh, so I think it's mo- it's a lot for that. It's a lot for you know selling selling their scales, um, things like that. They just the, the traffickers they just like stuffed things and you know how they do with the lions and even the rhinos they cut off the horn and mm-hmm. they sell like, parts of the animal. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, like poaching, selling, put it on a black market. You know, like you know make clothes and all that. So it's like you know, hey, hey I got a rhino horn, one million dollars. You know, no problem. Here we go, easy money. Yeah, Which elephant tusks, ivory. Yeah, I mean it's been going on for so long, but it's it's tough because you know it's in these countries where, uh, let's just say the people that want to make money don't care 
how they do it. They just say that I got to feed my family, you know, this type of thing. So they do these, these really awful things because there's always, unfortunately, a demand for it. You know, somebody's buying it. If nobody was buying it, they wouldn't be doing it. That's how I look at it. I'm like, somebody's buying these things. Oh, the yeah. You know, so, yeah. You know, it's easy nowadays. It's some on, online, Amazon, eBay, Timu, Capital One Shopping, and everything like that, their own website. It, it's a lot easier than expected. Even you can sneak them into um Walmart as well too, you know, or targets like, you know, kind of just sneak it in a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think that's why people don't realize how how prevalent it is, even places you went. And, and not every country has strict regulations. You know, they'll let anything in some countries. They don't, they don't have any regulations or rules. So it's basically legal in a lot of countries and in Eastern countries too, especially there, there's not the same type of uh, laws there to protect the animals. Mm -hmm. and, and what are some of the other endangered animals that are on the list right now? Oh, um, oh my gosh. I mean, well, <laughs> off the top of my head, I mean, pangolins have been such a thing for us. Um, the other, the other thing I, I want to work with, I, I love whales. So, like anything with whales, I'm happy to do. Um, and sharks, believe it or not, because uh, really, sharks are endangered. Well, no, no, no. They've been finning the finning situation, and um, where they they take them and they cut the fin for the soup. I want to oh, get involved really? with that, yeah, because it's. Um, between that and the ghost nets, the ghost nets are another problem with the ocean. I'm just thinking of the ocean in general, because the ocean, if the ocean's not clean, we're all in trouble, basically. You know, the ocean is so important. Um, but yeah, the, I think the doing the the film also kind of uh, made me realize how bad the situation is. Like, well, well, finning is, yeah, finning for shark soup. It's a delicacy in many countries. So they, it's horrible. They, they take these sharks and we kill, I think, I mean, I was watching Shark Week. I think we kill like, a few million sharks per year versus a shark killing just a few people. The amount of millions of sharks every year that are just murdered. Um, and without them, the ecosystem of the ocean is off balance. So it's it's been a thing for me. It's like, it's a cruel thing. Um, it's, you know, first of all, it's just cruel to do that to any creature, but it's just so unnecessary because it's just like, oh, it's a delicacy. I mean, come on, you know. I have never heard of shark soup up until now. And and thank God I did not have a pizza. I was just went to the bathroom like that, like shark soup. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it, it's like, you know, I heard steam monkeys or, you know, rattlesnake meat or, you know, you know, eating, eating cat in the Philippines. It's like, oh gosh, what's next, you know? So. I know. I know it's different cultures. And I understand some people that have a different view, but I think at this point we need to evolve further past that. Like that's one thing, you know, maybe in a certain time, but now we have to, you know, now they're, you know, getting really good at growing hydroponically, growing gardens, you know, vertically doing all these different things that we, we have to evolve past just being yet that, you know, like cruelty wise. I, I'm not saying that everybody has to be a vegan, but there's other ways of, you know, growing food and, you know, procuring food that we can do that's not cruel necessarily like that. Mm -hmm. So, and in fact, you talk about uh, hydroponics and all that. Um, we have an arrow garden um, upstairs in our above our studio, and we, you know, grow like you know lettuce, spinach, and just about everything. That's going to be pretty much the way to go these days. The way the um the climate's going, and of course, as we speak, we're about um, ninety five degrees. Uh, you know, averaging where we live at this time, ninety five degrees. I mean, how could you grow in such uh, hot conditions like this? It's it's difficult. I mean, I I garden, and so a lot of a lot of my crops got wiped out from just the heat. I mean, here especially in this climate, it's very dry. So if you're not watering a lot, and we have a drought here in California, of course, so there is an issue with that, um, that there's not enough water to keep the garden as moist as you need to sometimes, you know, just for the crops. So 
it's difficult. I mean, it's, it's tough. Like, yeah, this summer, I, I had a feeling it was going to be hot summer because we had such a cold winter. I was like, okay. And winter was so prolonged. So I'm not surprised at all. We're dealing with the, the 95 degrees, but it's, it's difficult. I, I'm watching um, friends of mine that like, even my friend with a heart condition before I'm watching people like that struggle in the heat. And it's really scary. I mean, heat like that is not a joke. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and of course, drink plenty of water wherever you can get it and uh, sustainability and everything like that. <laughs> and, and, and of course, you know, we're doing it right now as we speak right here. So we do got to take a water break as we hear. So we got all that. Cheers. And, um, and, and of course, just one more thing we got to cover um, Aura Drone. I'm not sure if we covered it. Uh, what's coming up with uh, Aura Drone and uh, more musically for you? Uh, well, right now, um or drone itself i'm i'm i have a couple of songs that i'm i'm mixing and finishing up but um right now me as me as an artist i don't know whether that's or drone or not which is me jean i'm <clears throat> doing some vocals for the film in a soundtrack and i'm working with a, a really really talented composer um who i'm very excited to work with a grammy winning composer so uh, i'm going to be doing some vocals again with that so stay tuned. That's kind of a stay tuned thing, but I'm very excited. Mm -hmm. And definitely stay tuned. And what else can we expect from you in 2023 and beyond with all the projects? What else can we expect from you? Um. Oh my gosh, that's a lot, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we got some time. Um, Even it's a King Scroll. And um, yeah. if y'all go over and endanger animals, you want to get them involved project, they can sing and all that. That's fine too. So yeah, yeah. no, I, I would love to, I get uh, at the end, I'll do it. I'll point them to the website. I'll say, go here, whatever, you know, that way they can see. Um, we, let's see, we could talk about, oh, um, let's see. I'm well, the, I, Doing, I spoke about the the ranch I'm getting with the animals, and we could talk about that more. Um, what I want to do there is, um, I guess I'll start on it. Uh, I'm, I'm procuring land over there with a, with a ranch and working with rehabilitating animals or rescuing. Uh, but I also want to I want to involve with the community too, where kids can come and like a petting zoo almost for kids and oh, nice. and. Um, yeah, I think it'll be. I think it'd be nice and, and and just work with work with youth. Like I know there's a lot of. Um, I want to say there's a lot of mental issue, mental disorder issues and mental illness happening in the world right now. And I think animals are very healing. <clears throat> so I would love to be able to work with people that are depressed or going through, you know, recovery or whatnot and, and have them, you know, kids and adults, but a, a lot focusing on the youth, having them there with the animals. I think it's very healing. Mm, and certainly indeed. And uh, where can we find your works at? Where can we get more information, especially Aura Drone, your um, your your animal rescue movies and everything like that? Where can we uh, find you on your website at? Oh, okay. Well, I, ha I have a couple of different different ones. Um, my main website is um, official John Mac. Uh, my name J O N M A C K dot com, and uh, we have of course defendingtheendangered.com. And uh, those are the main main two websites right now. But you can always find always find me on Facebook under um, John Mack, my my actress page. Uh, Defending the Endangered, we have a page, and also Aura Drone has a page. So we have it across the board. I also have a page for my. I didn't mention this. I as a, as a hobby during the pandemic, I started uh, to make dolls, and I make one of the kind art dolls. Oh, nice. Yes. So, um, posable, like, you know, interesting dolls. Um, so they are, they are also on a website for sale. Everything's for sale. Um, but I also do custom work too. So it's, um, hercandydish.com. So if anyone wants to check that out, if they like dolls or think it's a beautiful gift for someone, it's, they're all one of a kind. 
Hercandydish.com. I like that. Yes. Yes. So check it out. They're, they're, they're interesting. They're kind of unique. <laughs> Each one is unique. So I've had fun with, with doing that a lot. That's kind of become therapeutic for me during, it, it happened during lockdown. I just started doing it and it's, I always love to paint and I always love to make crafts and things. So I did it in a dedication to my mother who passed away a decade ago and she collected dolls <clears throat> and she always loved dolls. And uh, she got me into it. And uh, so I started to do it as an homage to her. But it kind of caught on with me. It became very therapeutic and very calming and just something I do between work and, and whatnot. So that's my other little creative venture. But I have that. Um, and then if they want to find me on Instagram, they can just find me under it's me underscore John Marie. That is fantastic. And of course, with her candy dish, that'd be a great uh, gift item coming up around Christmas time. So, of course, Christmas in July. So everybody save up and make sure you buy one. So we've got to do that. So <laughs> amazing. So we're here with uh, John Mack, uh, the multi-talented actress, musician, director, producer, and animal crusader here on the Mike Wagner Show with all kinds of updates. John, a very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely amazing. I'm looking forward to having you again soon. And once again, what's your website? How do people contact you? Where can people purchase or check out your works? What's your website again? Okay, my my official website is officialjohnmack.com. Um, I forgot to mention earlier if they want to find us on Spotify or a drone is on Spotify. We're on we're on iTunes Music, we're on Apple, we're, we're on all the platforms, Amazon. So they just have to look, you know, just type in Aura Drone, A-U-R-A-D-R-O-N-E. And we should be there. And new music is coming very soon that I will be uploading. So check out the old stuff for now and go back to the, you know, the classics. But but very soon um, we'll have some more music up there as well. And certainly looking forward to it as well. Once again, John, a very big thing for your time. You're always amazing. Looking forward to having you again soon. Keep us up to date. Keep in touch. Love having you back. Wish you all best. And John, you definitely have a great future ahead. Oh, thanks, Mike. So great to be here. Thank you so much. Look forward to seeing you soon.